You're listening to Tyler Talks to Strangers, a podcast where I attempt to better understand the world around me by understanding those who inhabit it with me. Everyone has a story, but I just have so many questions. If you had to describe your life story, maybe two minutes or less, so name if you want to tell me your name, where you're from, and then maybe like three to five kind of significant life events kind of shaped who you are and how you got to Central Park in New York City talking to a stranger today, how would you do it? Okay, that's good. So my name is Peter. I'm not sure I qualify yet as a New Yorker. Oh, okay. I moved here in 1967, and, you know, New Yorkers are a little bit uh, picky about who they invite into the fold. Right, right. But there are people who think I am a New Yorker now, by now, and there are people who think I'm not a New Yorker by now, but, so, uh, I consider myself at this point. Okay, that's what matters. Yeah, where do you see yourself? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, yeah, right. So, done a lot of different things okay. uh, in my life. going to highlight 1972. Yeah. Okay, that was a big summer. year. summer. Were you born yet? No, born in 91, <laughs> sir. Yeah, 91. Okay. 20 years before I was even a thought. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, the summer of 1972, mm-hmm. I was working for the New York City Department of Health. Okay. In the pest control program, mm. working with Good morning. the Hell's Angels. Wow, down biker on East, yes, the biker ah. gang down on East Third Street. Okay, and others on that block to try to minimize and clean up the garbage on the block. Uh, okay, yeah, because that's the source of the rat infestation. Mm-hmm. So that was a that was my kind of day job. On the weekends, my buddy and I had New York's first and only crepe stand outside the Metropolitan Museum of okay. Art, and through a friend. So we did that on Saturdays and Sundays. Right. And then that same summer, through a friend, okay, I was on stage with American Ballet Theater in their production of Petrushka, which is a ballet that takes place in a Russian city in wintertime, and they always need a lot of people circulating. Right. So I was doing that. Oh, okay. And I was a full-time student in a Ph.D. program. Okay. Busy man. In political science and health. So. So those were diverse activities right, 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 right. which came together when a Daily News article profiled the Krebs stand, mentioned that I worked for the Bureau of Pest Control, mm-hmm. and a week later I got a phone call from a guy who had a solution to the rat problem mm. in New York City. Oh, let's hear that. Yeah. <laughs> which was something that's actually legitimate. Okay. Uh, High-frequency sound 
devices. Wow. You know, that. So, from the Krebs stand, he got his interview with the city health department mm-hmm. to talk about his, what, what, what he considered to be his invention. And um, that brought it together that summer. In the meantime, I had been a school, uh, a school teacher, public school teacher. Mm-hmm. So this was a, a big life, important life turning point because when I graduated from college in 1967, mm-hmm. there was the Vietnam War happening. Many of us chose to do other things that exempted us from the draft, and mom right. was school teacher. So I taught in the city public schools for okay. a few years. And in the summers when I was teaching, I had a summer job and on an inpatient psychiatric unit for adult, uh, for adolescents. And that added to the mix of everything else, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. really sparked my interest in mental health. And I had a 50-year career uh, you here. in mental health uh, and retired as the CEO of a large mental health agency in the city. Well, good for you. That's a yeah. good life story summer right there. All the way from the classroom to CEO. In Vietnam and back. Okay. <laughs> for sure. Exactly. Well, I chose for you the COVID-related questions, so we'll do our best through this category. Only five okay. here to go. The first one is going to be, how has COVID-19 impacted you in your life? So my wife, myself, our adult kids, our grandkids have taken COVID very, very seriously, Mm -hmm. followed all of the guidelines, and it has been a very challenging time for us as a family. We hadn't seen our kids and grandkids for quite a spell, almost almost two right. years, uh, even though they're not that far away. Okay. <laughs> they're 80 miles away upstate oh, wow. in New York. And as a retiree, you know, we all had these images of Travel yeah. and, and yeah. culture and, you know, sure. doing things. Going to the wayside. And all of that, obviously, has not happened. However, and in the middle of it, we moved. Another whole story. But on the other side, I've had, uh, it's been a very productive three, mm-hmm. two plus years because I've been Working on projects, obviously with others, I'm still on the board of three organizations, uh, and so... You just totally uh, prophesied my next question. My next question was, what talents have you discovered in yourself since the beginning of the lockdown about two years ago? Well, I know how to click on Zoom. Click on, now you learned the Zoom (laughs) game, yeah. We all quickly adjusted to that lifestyle. And, uh, you know, that that, that took a while. (laughs) And I taught, one of my big disappointments. Right. I taught 
in uh, master's and postmasters program in a social work school okay. here in the city. And I did one semester of mm-hmm. teaching on Zoom. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it just was not satisfying. Right. And one of my things, one of the issues I'm very concerned about mm-hmm. right now, which comes out of COVID and Zoom, is that people are very reluctant, mm-hmm. understandably, you know, there's this new variant and so forth, to get back uh, to in-person interactions sure. and meetings. And hopefully, you know, that's going to change. Uh, I, yeah. I'm on the co-op, that's another thing, I'm on the co-op board of our building, and there are five of us on the board, mm-hmm. And we're all vaccinated, boosted, et cetera, et cetera. But they still won't meet in the same room together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Changes the dynamic. And, and people, I mean, some people, the issue is that the human interaction <laughs> in relationships really is degraded sure. with the Zoom business. Uh my wife, who's on the board of a, who's, she's an artist, she's on the board of a nonprofit gallery, and she asked me the other day, she said, when you're in a Zoom meeting, do people raise their hand when they want to speak? Mm-hmm. And I said, no, not, not on meetings that I am. Well, on right. her meetings, if somebody wants to say something, they put their hand up. Right. And it's like, come on. What, what kind of way is that to have yeah. spontaneous right, right. Uh, thinking, communication, etc.? So I hope we're going to get to a point where, agree, yeah. where that stuff is resolved. Uh, next question, number four, is going to be, if you had known in 2019 that COVID was around the corner, what preparations would you have made? Hmm. What would you have done differently? Well, uh, I think in our case, we would not have done much differently. Okay. I think we're conscientious yeah. people on our, in, our, in the health realm, and we, you know, we're pretty, say, we're, we take care of our health. Right. So, who knew? Who knew? Who yeah. Knew? yeah. Who knew? That's fair. So, you've already, you had been doing the right things from the beginning, so you didn't need to oh, dramatically yeah. alter including, lifestyle. Including... You know, washing the groceries right, with right. Uh, Lysol that wipes and, and yeah. all of that. Gotcha. Uh, you know, that was that was in the beginning. Yeah. And then last COVID question is going to be, have you ever contracted COVID? And what was it like if you did? I did finally get COVID. Yeah. How long uh, did you make it clean? What was your run? Uh, I got sick. This past January, on okay. January 7th, I was done with it on January 11th. I had a very mild there you go. case. We had gotten the first booster on November 2nd, and uh, we were totally unable to figure out sure. where I got it from, uh, but it was... Mild. There mm-hmm. was no chest. Okay. Stuff. You got 
which was good. Out there at night. And a testament to the vaccines. Definitely worked in uh, that case. I love it. Well, that's so great to hear. I always end with this question, but if you could ask a stranger any question in the world, no matter how shallow or how deep it would be, what would you want to know about somebody and what would you ask? Uh, what would I ask a stranger? Well, what I wouldn't ask sure. is... Oh, that's a good one. Do the negative. What, what I, I would not ask, ask I like that. is, you know, what do you do? Yeah, that's a great one. <laughs> I think we so get locked into that mindset. Why do we care so much with somebody? We judge them so hard based on their income, based that on whatever. That is correct. Yeah. So, that's uh, a great one to I not think, ask. I, I, I think the question that, that I ask is, uh, so, you know, what brings you here? Okay. Ah, I like Period. that. That's like... Yeah. What, what brings you here? What brings you here? I'm going to start using that more. <laughs> Absolutely. No more what do you do for me. Yeah. No, really. It's uh, a good point. We get so trapped in We are more than our economics. Yeah. We are much more. I would fully agree with that. All right. Well, I appreciate the time for talking to me today. Thank you for the interview. To everybody out there listening, I thank you for your support. This is Tyler telling you to go talk to a stranger. Peace. Thank you.